opinionated as fuck. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another wonderful, spectacular, fantastic episode of Opinionated as Fuck. I'm Adam Butler. That's Pretty Little Danny. What's up, y'all? How are you feeling, young lady? I'm feeling good. We're bouncing back from a great last episode. Yeah. So yeah. I'm feeling and really good. We're both healthy. Yes. Like last time we were we were like incredibly <laughs> sick and, and um voices are now intact. Yeah, yeah. Full disclosure, I had strep throat last time. I probably shouldn't even have been here. Did you? I didn't give no, you. No, you didn't throat. give it to me. Right, thank good. God. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah, I, I, you know, I do what I can, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, so we got a um, a jam packed show for you guys today. First and foremost, we want to thank all the supporters, everybody that's been listening to our podcast, subscribing, giving us five star ratings and yes, all that on yes, iTunes. Thank you, thank you. It's a beautiful thing, man. You guys are the are the dopest. We're going to have a lot of, you know, questions of the day and polls and stuff like that up on our social. So, you know, you'll get all that information as the show goes on. Follow us, though. You know what to do. Yes. All right. What's our first topic, Dad? NBA is back. Yes. NBA is back. We've seen a lot of good games. Um, we've seen a lot of injuries. So let's just get straight into it. Yeah. The NBA is back. There has been a lot of injuries, and there's been a lot of injuries in sports in general. We're going to get into this. Um, first and foremost, and we're a little late on this one, but, you know, the, the, he's out for the season. So I guess we'll be able to, you know, it's not it's not going to be old news until he comes back. But uh, Gordon Haywood, man, Ugh. man, you know, a big acquisition by the by the Boston Celtics. Like, that was one of the moves that when they got Kyrie, first they got him, and you would think, damn. Gordon Haywood, Isaiah Thomas, and that and that Boston backcourt is going to be crazy. Right. And then they trade Isaiah Thomas to uh, Cleveland for damn Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't understand that one. But hey, man, I'll Kyrie show. wanted to be the man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and now you have Kyrie Irving, Gordon Haywood, and, and that that Boston lineup that already took themselves to the Eastern Conference Finals. We've already said what we think, what we thought about Boston just with that lineup. I, I, st- I still thought that the Wizards were going to be better than them. However... What I wasn't prepared to do is sleep on Boston. Right. So game one versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh, that was intense. Revenge game. Yeah. Big deal. Kyrie. LeBron. Big bro, little bro. Yeah. The new, the new look Boston Celtics versus the new look Cleveland Cavaliers with Dwayne Wade and that whole crew, that whole crew over there. I'm thinking we're about to have an epic showdown. What is this? About six minutes into the game, I believe. Oh my gosh! And I literally. Watched everything live. I didn't even realize what I was watching. And I'm such a visual person. I yeah. I wish I wasn't so embedded into the game. But yeah. look, I'm not going to miss LeBron James. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, oh, my gosh. My thoughts and prayers go out to him. He seems like he's – I think he's already had surgery. He had so surgery. he's on his way to recovery. But. Yeah. So, Gordon Haywood damn near tears his ankle off his body. Horrific injury. You know what? And I was having a conversation with my boys in the group chat, and we were trying to um, figure out like, is this the most like in recent time? Of course, Joe Theismann is probably like the all-time yeah, gruesome yeah. injury. We don't want to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Research that. Yeah, but we're gonna go ahead and throw the disclaimer out there. You yeah. might want to be careful if you go ahead and view the videos. Any of these injuries I'm going to bring up, I would suggest not looking at them. Because there was a guy that broke his neck in the 60s, wow. and he ended up dying. Um, he played for the Patriots. Um, I forgot his name. Um, but a guy from the Raider. Raiders pretty much like pile drive the dude. He broke his neck, and he died like years later. Um, there was a kid. Oh, God. Did he play for Louisville? 
Oh, I know which one you're talking Got about. Got the bone and the bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible yeah, injuries. Yeah. And, I, and I remember Willis McGahee's horrible injury. I remember, And then, but, you know, Paul the one. George. That's exactly. That was the one my boy brought up. Because I was like, man, in recent history, that's the most gruesome injury I've seen. He was like, nah, man, Paul George was pretty bad. Uh, and then it's the reaction as well yeah. that. The yeah. immediate reaction. And it was really good to see that both teams kind of, because this is a brotherhood. So it yeah. was good to see them stop for one second and realize, hold hold on. Yeah. This could have been either one of us. Because all he did was go up for the ball with LeBron. And mm-hmm. actually both of them looked like they were going to land yeah. bad. LeBron was able to catch his fall. But yeah. clearly, and I've never seen anyone unsuccessfully break their fall. Because yeah. that's pretty well, much well, what happened. Well, see, what happened was, see, <laughs> When he went up, what happened is his ankle just shattered once it hit the ground. He he really did. His foot hit the ground. That's that sound you hear when you hear uh, it, when you hear that pow. That's his ankle. Uh, so you know. Anyway, sorry, y'all. prayers to Gordon <laughs> Hayward, right? And then you have Jeremy Lin who just destroyed his knee basically on a, and all these plays are just humble, like on the humble, just like. Average routine plays. You don't see anything crazy happen. No one like crashed into the person. Mm, no or dirty plays. No dirty plays. And then just destroys his knee. He's out for the season. You saw him as soon as he touched his leg. He said, I'm, 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 done, done. I'm done. His reaction. Yeah. Another yeah. one. So mm-hmm. heartfelt. Like, yeah. But the good thing is, and I think I had said this on a previous episode, is that this is a, it's good for us to see stuff like this because it reminds us that these are still people. This mm-hmm. man just, these guys train all year mm-hmm. round in the mm-hmm. first week, first day, first mm-hmm couple of minutes it's mm-hmm. heartbreaking yeah and so you know you have you know injuries in basketball nba season just starting and then you know in, in football you expect injuries right you expect it to be like oh, okay players are going to go down but you got aaron Rodgers go out you know what i mean you got look our I mean, hometown the, whole red the entire red skin <laughs> roster they just shut mason foster down long yeah, is going to play story too yeah you know what it is and um so mason foster linebacker for the washington redskins um was playing with a torn labrum, um, and he was playing since the Ram game, which is week two. I think we have week seven now, I believe. Right. So he's been playing for a while with, like, basically a separated shoulder, essentially. And playing like, pretty decent. And playing pretty well, playing pretty well. But it turns out the man was trying to play because if he would have went down on IR, he wasn't going to get incentives. And it sounds like he went to the team and was like, yo, can I still get my incentives? And they were like, no, right. you have to play. So, you know what, I, I – what I we're going to talk about that on another date because I think there's more information there to be there's more there's more to that I think I I want to know why he asked for that knowing that he didn't fulfill his contract and I want to know why the team felt the need to tell him even though you're hurt I can't fulfill this this promise that we gave you if you play right. X amount of games I think right now he's been going off on Twitter he's upset but I think we need more context to that. You yes, know what we mean? do. We need more context. But just injuries in general. And the reason why we want to even bring this up is because, you know, yeah, it's important to sports. But one thing I want to ask you, Danny, is, again, we like to talk about, because a lot of our listeners are definitely not in the NFL or the NBA. They definitely don't have siblings in the NFL and NBA. But we have parents that listen to this show. Right. We have adult. We have friends that have young men and women that play sports. They play right. soccer. They play football. They play basketball. We talked about it from the um, standpoint of, like, you know, the college system and how that works out and how that can be, you know, an issue. And would you send, let your kids play college sports? But, and even we talked about like, is football worth it and all that too. But now you're seeing people playing basketball and destroying their, like, and these guys, these two guys we're talking about, and the thing about basketball, before I ask you this question is, with basketball, a leg injury can literally change your whole career. Mm-hmm. Football, you bounce back. Right. Adrian Peterson tore his ACL. He's still, he was still AP for years. Right. 
right? He's a different breed, though, because then he come back, like, way ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. That good old Dr. Andrews. Yeah. Same thing with Tom Brady, though. Tom Brady tore his ACL, sat out for a year, came back. He's Tom Brady. Like, it didn't – because the football game is different than right. the basketball and game, the right? And the conditioning as well. And the lateral movement and the amount of games you play, Right. You see NBA stars, and they'll be a star, and then they tear their leg up. Ron Harper was a great example. Ron Harper was Jordan-like in the 80s when he first came out. He was he was that dude. Mm-hmm. Tore his leg up. Never was that dude. Never was that dude again. He was Jordan's backup, right? Uh, who wants to, Well, I guess that's not hey, really man, a ain't bad that bad. Idea. I'd be Jordan. Hey, look, man. Hey, hey. I will carry the Gatorade mm-hmm. for Michael Jordan. <laughs> Please. Call it's me all up. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So I want to ask you. And, you know, listeners that are, are, are tuned in, you know, send us tweets about this because I'm real curious to see what you guys think. I don't have kids. You don't have any kids. But we no. just want to put this out here. Like, if you had children, would you be hesitant about letting them play a physical game when you're seeing what's happening to pro athletes who have major conditioning, who have doctors with them 24-7, who work out all year round like that? Right. They're out. Um, I would say for recreational purposes and to, and to enjoy it and for – um, the other intangibles that you get from having, you know, playing a team sport. Mm-hmm. But the the longer I have waited to mm-hmm. have kids, I think let's just shy away from you even playing in sports and actually taking it serious. Because I, I honestly right. think, because <clears throat> now I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have a black, if I have a son, he's going to be black. Mm-hmm. Well, now with, you know, owners and uh, policies kind of shaping how they may have viewed mm-hmm. colored players uh, or brown or black players mm-hmm. previously. I mean, I don't think I'm even signed up for that part of it. Yeah. So it really becomes a huge dynamic. But I think for right now, recreation, yeah, but it's like the conditioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone doesn't uh, what practice the same. Everyone doesn't train the same. Right. Um, but it's just getting weird. And it's like the big names. It's not even, yeah. you know, the players that aren't the household names. These are major injuries here. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm a big proponent for sports. I'm a big time supporter of athletics and organized sports, right? I always have been. I think that it serves more than just the purpose of going to the NBA or the NFL mm-hmm. and making money. I think it teaches leadership. I think it teaches um friendship. Mm-hmm. Um it teaches it teaches definitely teaches teamwork. It teaches you adversity. It teaches you how to uh problem solve. Right. All sorts of things, right? So for that reason, I would definitely let my child play sports, whatever sport they wanted to. Now, we talked about football. I think I I'm, I would be the, the type to say, hey, and by the way, a lot of these kids can't even hit until they're like um, middle school age, I think. They like they don't even allow them to hit anymore. I think I might be wrong about that. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I know they. I know when they're very young, they have to. They have to play flag football. They can't hit like that. So that's one thing. But I would be the one that would say, hey. Maybe you should play when you're, you know, when your body's a bit more mature. So let's mm-hmm. say in your eighth grade, ninth grade, like for me, my body started to mature. You know, I started what I mean by my body maturing is that I was bigger and, and stronger by the time I was in the eighth grade. So that's how my gene pool mm-hmm. worked, right? Some kids are different. You know, I think I would just I would I would judge it off that. But just sports in general, I think that what happens is you, you we hear about a big time athlete getting hurt or a big time athlete doing this or a big time athlete doing that. Big time athlete gets in trouble well all athletes that's the problem we don't think about exactly we don't think about the the hundreds of thousands who don't right we don't think about that oh man but you know what 
that athlete, they only got about a three-year lifespan. They play sports, and the next thing you know, they spend all their money up, and they working in Wendy's. Yeah, that's a few. Right. There's a lot of them. We run into them all the time. They own businesses. They 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 work at corporate America. They end up working for the league. They end up coaching at their old um, alma mater. I was watching the thing about God Sham God. By the way, Google God Sham God because he came up with one of the greatest moves in, in basketball history. God, God Sham God was a street ball legend. He um had like I think I don't remember what college he went to, but he basically had you know a two year college um career where it was lights out. Got drafted by the Wizards, played one year and was out the league. Went over to Europe, played, played, played. Now he's coaching. Um, he coached college for a minute, and now he's coaching for the uh, Dallas Mavericks. He's a, he's a, he's like a ball handling coach. Oh, that's a pretty nice story. You don't hear about these things. No, you don't. So they, like <laughs> we don't even think about how many careers come off of being an being an athlete. Like there's not just playing sports. There's coaching they're scouting they you, you know they, you, a lot of these guys go back to their college like i mentioned before a lot of these guys go back to their high school there's broadcasting it's not just in front of the camera right. broadcasting what was the um fullback that used to play for the skins i can't remember his name he was here during the, the robert griffin years and he was the fullback not sellers, not sellers. it was the, i can't remember his name um but he was he was the fullback during the rg3 years it was him alfred morris and rg3 they were like the big three um I can't remember his name. Either way, that guy, he ended up working for Comcast Sports and that behind the scenes. He wasn't even on air. And see, it, who would have known? Would have known. So it's like that. I would encourage my child to play sports because there's so much opportunity. I think it's just a matter of, hey, staying with them, helping them understand. Like, you know, let's take these two guys. Gordon Haywood, of course, we know he's going to be okay, right? Gordon, what I mean he's going to be okay is that he's going to have another opportunity to play, even right. if he's half the man he used to be, right. which I don't think he will be. But let's just say he is, right? Let's say Jeremy Lennon is the guy that's like, yo, he was on his last leg anyway. Jeremy Lin was, you know, bouncing from team to team. Right. He had like a couple games. Jeremy Lin was just a trend. No disrespect. Right. Yeah, but no, no. it was really a, a phase that he had a stretch of, you know, some pretty decent games. Mm-hmm. And then it just became, you know, more about his hairstyles. That's real. Me. And the nostalgia of the, he's a Chinese player and this, that, another. So let's say he was on his last leg. He's playing for the Brooklyn Nets. He's out. They don't want to waste the time. Jeremy Lin will have work yeah, if he's smart. Course. Yeah, if he's smart. And that's what it's about. You know what I mean? So well, that's just more so using your platform as well. Mm-hmm. Football should be the – because we know that sports has, and um, more specifically football, you have mm-hmm. a short span of playing, like you said. Mm-hmm. You should be encouraged to find what other avenues that can yeah. lead – and not just broadcasting because yeah. Yeah. I do mean this respectfully – Every player is not built for that. Oh my gosh, some of these guys can't even put a sentence together. I'm yeah. like, yeah, we get the X's and the O's, but bruh, yeah. we yeah. can't even understand the connecting of the Yeah, guys. yeah. I digress, but I mean, just use your platform, use right. these um, avenues. And like you said, if he does it smartly, mm-hmm. he'll be able to use his lens, his lens sanity, mm-hmm. and move forward. All right, so let's, let me ask one more question before we move on from this topic because mm-hmm. we got a lot, of t- lot to talk about today. Okay. From the standpoint of entertainment and the standpoint of the leagues, NFL and NBA, you got star players getting hurt, mm-hmm. right? Gordon Haywood, he's supposed to be a draw for the Boston Celtics. It's supposed to be Boston and Cleveland in the East all year. That was the entertainment aspect of the NFL, I mean, of the NBA. In the NFL, you got Aaron Rodgers, the face of the NFL, right. gone. Is this a negative thing for the NFL and the, the NBA? Uh, Yeah, because it changes up everything. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I had already... I'm hoping that the um, Eastern Conference Finals would have ended with 
the Cavs and the Wiz. So mm-hmm. Boston having this monkey wrench thrown at them doesn't really change how you, right? I <laughs> kind of thought things would go. Right. However, it, it will change now. It will make them much more vulnerable for other teams to come and slide in that third spot. Mm-hmm. A lot of these sports, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> say they're rigged, and we all know the whole thing with gambling and mm-hmm. um, playing the games and, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it would, it's definitely going to change the ratings of games and mm-hmm. who's going to be watching I mean, I know that I, I mean, I like watching LeBron. If LeBron's not going to play, what's the likelihood that mm-hmm. I'm going to actually watch? Now, mm-hmm. I enjoy watching sports, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to make it a must-see, oh, I should be in the house, or I need to be at the bar, or I really want to watch. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see things like that. Anything that's going to hit their pockets is probably an issue. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it was initially. Let me stick to the NFL just for a second. I think it was initially a bad thing. Like, oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers went down. What are we going to do? The Packers and this, that, and another, right? I think for that week it was like, oh, God, who's going to step up? But I think what it does is give an opportunity for a lot of these young stars to shine. So that's, that's a good point. Yeah, like, so look at the NBA. Like, okay, you know, Gordon Hayward is not LeBron. It's not like LeBron James going down. And God forbid God, LeBron James goes down. Nobody wants no. LeBron. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and here's the thing with me. I, I'm going to keep it real. I remember, you know, as a Redskins fan, I remember Romo would go down all the time. And I remember thinking, like, I don't want it like that. Like, I want to beat Romo. I don't want to, I don't want, like, it's funny when he goes down and all that. And it's right. like, oh, man. And it's funny to see Cowboys go like two and, you know, with a bunch of backups. That's, you know, it's funny. But it's also like, I don't want, I don't want to see anyone get hurt and, and like risk their career and right. go out. Right. So, you know, on one standpoint, like if you look at the NBA, like yeah, Gordon Haywood isn't the star of the NBA, but that was a big deal. Now we paying attention to the Greek freak. Right. Now we're paying attention to Bradley Bill. Right. Bradley Bill's getting run now. Now, you know, you can't put so many, you know, Boston games are not going to be the draw. Now you got Wizard games going on. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It now? definitely opens up for other, right. not even just star players, but for other teams, which is not a bad right. thing for other right. teams to right. now step up and have the opportunity. Yeah. If, you know, all your ducks were in a row for the Packers, now mm-hmm. you've opened it up for a wide range of other teams to kind of slip in. Look so it's not Eagles. a bad thing. Let's not look at the Eagles. I mean, okay? I know they just gave us that word. Let's but, not look at the Eagles. But let me say this. Let me say this. And it is a shame, and this is we, we're going to be talking about this in a, in, a, in a different aspect soon. It is a shame that superstars coming out parties seem to be against the, the home teams. Like, it seems like this is the game where I, I turn into a star. But I will say this. With, with, um, I'm about to call the man Brett Favre, with Aaron Rodgers <laughs> going down, it does showcase the, that, the, Des Br- the, the, um, the, Prescott. the Prescott's of the world, the Carson Wentz, who, hey man, Carson Wentz look good. Yeah. Carson I mean, Wentz look on, good. A, I think they have the best record in the league. Oh, now, they right? definitely do. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's why I'm not that upset about that. I mean, it sucks to get swept by them, but you know, we should have got that first one. This was not the one that we were going to get. I mean, they, if we would have got the play. first one, we could have got the second one. And Probably. actually, mm-hmm. the game, the second game was still in reach. I don't it know It was in reach. Just, what happened is the quarterback, real talk, what, what you <sighs> we saw. We got to have another conversation yeah, about yeah, this. Because yeah. Cousins is really. We will. We will. We yeah, will. They only I, get to yeah, But the I, point I, I'm trying to make, and even Kirk Cousins, <laughs> who, we, who we can love or not love, and we, you know, Santana said what he said about him, and I, I tend to agree. Even that, like you're now, you're showcasing new players, different players. You get to see different stuff, and that's good. Right. I think that's good yeah. for the for the league. So, want to know what you guys think about it, man? Tweet us, let us know, man. Let us, let us know. Would you let your children play pro sports? Would you see all these catastrophic injuries? And also, also, would you do you think this is hurting the league? Is it hurting the NFL? Is it hurting the NBA or any other sport when a big time athlete goes down? Let us know. We want we we should start responding to their to their um. Yes, we should. Yeah, maybe we'll do that on our next. Yeah, look out for your look look out for us reading your tweets and all that on the next episode.
All right, let's get on to our second topic, which is um, again with this NFL <sighs> shit. I mean, I, you know, this thing with this, this, the owners and the protests and Kaepernick, and I don't mean to say it's all important because what Kaepernick was trying to is trying to talk about it is trying to do is important. But the thing has just gotten so silly and goofy and out of hand at this point that I, you know. I'm frankly tired of talking about yes, it. Yes, we both are. And but, we both agree that we definitely don't want to talk about the next topic. However. Yeah, we got to. This is definitely going to take, this, this is this is a story. Yeah. This is a story tied up into one. And we're, we have no we choice gotta but talk to discuss about the it. facts. So Bob McNair, the, the Houston, Texas owner, had something to say. What did he say, Danny? He said we can't have the inmates running the prison can't have damn inmates running the prison now and this is in reference to um that boy Kaepernick right so basically this is probably his rebuttal to um Roger Goodell and the NFL basically telling the players that there really is no policy which we Mm -hmm. all knew Mm -hmm. that requires them to stand during the national protest yeah we're gonna break it down but yeah go Bob McNair and him want them boys, man, make too much noise now. And, and look, that, 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 that cabinet can call them problems. He right, definitely go. looks like oh, someone yeah, that would definitely say this and means it. He'd get the whip, <laughs> boy. Whip that boy. That's what he would do. All right, here we go. So there is context to this, though, as always. And if you, you listen to the show, you know, oh, he's going to have them with the explanations. But it's, it's not. I just want people to fully understand what's going on because if you're going to engage in something, I think that having all the information is important, and our job is to give you that information right. and also run our mouths and share our damn opinion. So what is going on? They had two meetings, and they're supposed to have more next week, I think. They had a uh, players-only meeting. They had an owners and players meeting, and then they had an owners meeting. I believe that, and this is all reported on ESPN.com. There's really good. There's a whole article that talks about this entire thing. There's also, if you don't want to read the entire article, there's videos with the guy who covered this story, um, explaining what happened in these in the room and who said what and why and this, that, and another. So there's a meeting. There's, there's one owners meeting that Jerry Jones was not invited to because Jerry Jones, as you all know, has stepped up and said that he thinks players should stand. That he would even. Um, cut players if they do. There's a rumor that he did cut a player for for putting his fist up during the anthem. That's not that's not necessarily um um um. That's not backed up with. That's not backed up with. That's not yeah. That's not confirmed is the word I was with. That's not confirmed yet. It's allegedly he cut one. We don't know. All right, but he did. What is confirmed that he came out and said that this is bad for business. That the players should stand and that he's not down and that he also wanted to implement a rule that would require players to have to stand during the national anthem. Hmm. Right. There was a reason why I didn't like the Cowboys. Jerry. So anyway, um, Texas, man. Shouts <laughs> to Texas, though. Um, anyway, um, so they have this meeting. The first meeting, they do not invite Jerry Jones to the meeting because they knew Jerry was who was a powerful owner. Dallas Cowboys are the most um, profitable team in sports. They're definitely the most profitable profitable team in the NFL, yeah. which makes Jerry Jones the most powerful owner in the league. That's why yeah. he speaks for the league a lot, right? So they um, don't invite Jerry. They they come out. Um, Roger Goodell comes out last week. This is all documented. He says, look, we didn't ask the players to do anything. They got the right to do whatever, and we're going to support them. But they did put out in memos and stuff like that what they wish the players would right. do. Right Now, there's a difference between, hey, I don't like what you're doing, and I'm going to stop you from doing what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So as of right now and, and going forward, Players are kneeling, standing, doing whatever the hell they want to want. They they kneeling, they put their arms around each other, they put their fist up, they can do whatever they want. That's the rule. 
that the NFL cannot punish you right. for doing these things. All right. That's why Cap has his um, um, lawsuit out right now. So anyway, what happened in this room? There's a second owners meeting. Jerry Jones is invited to this owners meeting. Jerry Jones is turning up. There's a few owners that agree with Jerry Jones. They didn't Bob get the, McNair would be Bob one McNair of them. Bob McNair would be one of them. It sounded like Danny was one of them. It, there was a there was a um part in the article with Dan Snyder, who was the owner of the Redskins, and they used the word mumble. Mumble, yeah. Um, I think he may be right because ninety six percent of fans don't want this. Now I'll get Which to that. Which is not later. true. Not, of course, it's not true. No one's even done the polls. So how well, would you know? I yeah. did see the latest poll, and it's forty nine to forty three. Forty nine percent of of fans do believe that this is the wrong thing to do, and forty three percent believe that it is. They didn't poll me. Exactly. So, so regardless, no, <laughs> it's an opinion, yeah. and it doesn't matter. Exactly. But it's definitely not exactly. one sided like that. Exactly. So, but. That's not the important part. I'm just saying. I'm just backing up your statement that there are, there were some owners that may have felt shut out of the first meeting and didn't really get the you know didn't agree with the ruling that the NFL. Now that's not saying Dan Snyder thinks that they should make people do anything. Jerry is getting up talking about business and how it's hurting the business of the NFL, which it is. How it's hurting the business of the NFL, this, that, and another, which prompts Mr. McNair to get up and say, "God damn it, can't let the damn blackies." No, he didn't say that. He said, "You can't let the inmates." Um, run the prison. prison. What happens then? Troy Vincent, who is an executive for the NFL, former player, but an executive for the NFL, not the players union, but an executive for the NFL, begins to go on Bob McNair. They get into an argument. An argument ensues in the room. I don't know if it was a turn up argument like them cursing and hitting each other, but they're they're debating back and forth, which prompts Bob McNair to apologize to Troy Vincent in the room. Not the public statement that we that we have, but in the room, apologize a few times, apologize to him afterwards. I shouldn't have said it like that. I'm sorry, just that and another. What does that mean? It doesn't mean much of anything for Bob McNair, but why am I breaking it down like this? Because I think it's important to know. And again, watch football or don't watch football. It's not, it, makes no, it doesn't matter to me. I think that if you want to protest, that's power right there. You do what you feel you need to do. Right. What I'm giving you is information. What did not happen is that the state that that, that this was a statement from the NFL. This was a statement by one, one owner, isolated right? One isolated owner in a players in an owners meeting about how do they go about business now that they have accepted that players are going to be kneeling and protested during the games. Right. So obviously he's upset. He's in his right. feelings. He doesn't feel that. These players should be able to express. Now, mm-hmm. see, this is the thing. Now you want them to go back and just play sports. Right. You want them to wake up, come to your facility, mm-hmm. train, come back to your facility or the opponent's facility and just play some damn football. Well, yeah. guess what? One fan here would wish that we could go back to doing that. But guess what? Mm-hmm. We can no longer do that yeah. because you didn't properly put the, the uh, uh, I guess, the guidelines out there to get ahead mm-hmm. of this situation. So now we're watching not only just the NFL, mm-hmm. but we're watching owners as well. We'll probably have to see the um, the players' union mm-hmm. all try to attack, tackle this mm-hmm. at real time while things are still being thrown in the mix. I think this is a good thing, right? And, and not from the fun of football standpoint, and you're right, because he says this in his star player, DeAndre Hopkins didn't show up to practice because this guy said this, right? Correct. So, you know, and he, and today, just today, there's a statement he put out a couple days later, but just today he had a players meeting where he sat down and talked, who knows what he said to his players. I'm sure that's out there. We don't have that information yet, but he sat down, he talked to his players. All right, whatever. The reason why I think this is good is because sometimes on the, 
I don't want to say the ground level, but when you're not in something and you're just a consumer or something or a fan of something, right? Like, you know, not many of us are on the corporate board of Target. So, like, we just know, hey, co- Target's prices are too high. We we don't like that, right? Right. We don't know what's going on between the investors and, 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 and the board members and the Target's, you know, corporate staff or whatever, right? Same thing with the NFL. I'm interested in this because it's like there's a war going on. Mm-hmm. This story don't come out if the NFL don't want it to come out. Right. That's what people had to. You can't have it both ways. You can't say the NFL is all powerful and they're going to do whatever they want. And then these crazy leaks come out. Right. If they were that powerful, these leaks would not yeah, come you out. Because we've definitely seen stories that yeah. have been hidden or hushed on. Right. Ray Rice. Yes. They knew about that story. So we, yeah, they, you definitely have evidence to corroborate. That. So I just want think like a pow, think think like think from the aspect of power. And trying to will your power on someone else. Right. So if you're Troy Vincent and Bob McNair gets up and says to you, we don't want the inmates running the prison. Huh. And you know that the only reason we're having this meeting is because I'm trying to get the owners to see that, yo, we have to be able to do business with these players protests. And we've already established that we're not going to make them sit I mean, make right. them stand. We've already established that. Right. So now I'm having a power struggle with you. Your owner, you think you run me. I'm part of the NFL executive staff. I think I run you. Yeah. And now let's talk about that because I want to mm-hmm. the key word you said, owner. Mm-hmm. And then own mm-hmm. Draymond Green, I believe, who gave um, several statements on this, I think both through Instagram and Twitter had made a statement that I actually in the think, press conference. Yeah, I actually think makes a whole lot of sense. Let's mm-hmm. change the name, because mm-hmm. using a statement like that, um, comparing football and owners of teams, players that play for your team mm-hmm. and you're an owner and, and comparing that relationship to one of a warden. A mm-hmm. prison and an inmate are totally, totally, totally separate. However, it empowers someone to make a statement like this. He didn't have to apologize. Mm-hmm. How I see it, it's freedom of speech. This is how this man feels. What yeah. I prefer, what I prefer, is the truth. This is how you feel. But right. let's start with. Well, let's say if you weren't titled as the owner, maybe you wouldn't make such statements like that or feel empowered to say that because it's not a own. You own a team. Well, here's you don't the thing. own. The players no, on and, the team. And here's the thing. Okay, so the Green Bay Packers have a CEO because their team is publicly owned by the by Green Bay. Everybody in Green Bay has a stake into the Green Bay Packers, so they don't have an owner. But, you know, an owner is an owner. That I, I feel you. I feel you. But that – okay, so the guy that owns this studio, right, Ronald Dixon, he's a great guy. There are people on the staff that call him Mr. Dixon. Mm-hmm. Like Mr. Dixon, he's you know like because he's the owner of this and like so his, his title when it comes to this is like uh, he's he owns this right so I, I I get that let me back I just want to backtrack this a little bit before I tackle that one because what I wanted to get at is that that back and forth between the the owner of the um, Houston Texas and the executives from the NFL the reason why I say that don't get out is that unless they wanted it to is because I think they put that story out there to damage Bob McNair because it's politics, right? So if I'm the president and I have a senator or a congressman that won't pass a bill, see, here's the thing. I am the president, but that congressman and that senator wields his own amount of power themselves, mm-hmm. right? Their position isn't as high as mine, 
but they wield power to stop me. That's how democracies work, right? right. And, and so do you have guys who run the NFL who are in the NFL, they're executives in the NFL, you think they'd be able to call any shot they want. This is the thing I just want people to understand. Right. You think they could just do whatever they want. But then you got a guy like Jerry Jones who makes so much money for the NFL. If he were to say, I'm taking my Dallas Cowboys out of the NFL, we're not playing anymore, it would hurt the NFL. Therefore, Roger Goodell, I mean, therefore, Dan, um, good God, Jerry Jones almost wields as much power as Roger Goodell, even though Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the league. But then let me let me stop you there. Mm-hmm. So using that same um, description, which I love, mm-hmm. wouldn't the players also wield the same amount of power? Because let's let's go back to mm-hmm. um, Jerry Jones saying that he'll either cut or bench his star players. And mm-hmm. let's say that Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dez Bryant all decided to kneel. Uh-huh. You benching them? You benching them with 16 games? You got 16 games to make it to the playoffs. You mm-hmm. all haven't, and I know they think they're so great. Mm-hmm. And we get it and we got it, but you haven't won a playoff game since the 90s. Mm-hmm. You, they won one. They won one since the 90s. Well, what you, you think so? They beat Detroit a couple years back. We're going to fact check that. You got it. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Cowboys hater, whatever. Oh, yeah, me too. But let me say this, though. Dak, Ezekiel, and mm-hmm. Des Bryant. Yeah. They knew you're yeah. you going to bench them? No, and I don't think they would, but here's, here's context but, again. Here's context again. Okay. Watch the scab documentary about the Redskins scab players. I think we talked about that. That's the ESPN. Yeah. Uh, 30 30. So in 1987, the year Doug Williams won the Super Bowl, the the um there was a strike. There was a strike year. The players struck. They went on strike during the season, and basically what happened was the NFL decided, well, we're not going to stop our season. What we're going to do is we're going to go out and get scab players. I'm not saying that happens in 2017. Right. But we're going to go out and get scab players. and fans. Shout out to Terry Crews for that because I think he was one for the I don't remember. He, no, no, no. Redskins? I don't remember. I, I I know he played for the Redskins in preseason. I don't know if he was a scab player, but I don't, don't want to get too far off track. I just, all I'm trying to say is that everyone's power is wielded the way they needed to be wielded. I just don't want to, I want to encourage people not to sleep on these billionaires too much because they, kind of can figure out a way so who wills the most power Mm -hmm. us because what happened in 1987 86 87 they put scab players out there the fans said yeah those rich spoiled athletes i'm gonna watch these i'm gonna watch this construction worker play football they watch the games yeah i'm definitely not though maybe not i want to see some talent i don't get up every sunday maybe not but to watch adam no offense. No, I'm they with just you. They rolled up Adam to the FedEx field, I'm and they got you. Adam blocking and and, but, and cutting. So and this this brings me to my other point about again. There's a whole other side of the world that don't agree with us. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely. There's a whole other side of the world that would definitely go. You know what? I appreciate that plumber playing a little bit more than that dude who didn't appreciate that job he had. Well, how about that guy out of nowhere that has absolutely no background in? Politics, but we're going to go ahead and make him the 45th president yes, of the United States. Think about it. We just talked about Jeremy Lin. We, why do people love Jeremy Lin so much? Because Jeremy Lin came from nowhere. He was sleeping on this man's couch. This is true. He, was, yes. he had a roommate. And all of a sudden, he's out there, and Carmelo Anthony's hurting. Forget Carlo, Carmelo uh, Anthony. He's spoiled anyway. This little guy from nowhere is out here cooking John Wall and Chris Paul and all these guys, and I love him. Everybody loves an underdog. 
That's why the players, that's why there are people, they, the, the people don't even understand why the players are protesting. They just mad that they don't appreciate this from their standpoint, right. not ours. Right. They right. mad that they don't appreciate the opportunity that they're getting. So the, pay, the players do wield power, but not that much. Right. Who wields the real power is the fans and why the consumers, what, the mm-hmm. consumers and the fans. And the reason why I know that is that's the only reason the, the owners are having the damn meeting. Exactly. Jerry Jones is saying, so why did Dan Snyder say 96% of the people don't want this? Because that's the people he's hearing from the world he live in when he goes to parties or when he gets fan mail or whatever from someone from Reston, Virginia, Jillian from Reston, Virginia. I just really just want to watch football. I I mean, I know that police brutality is bad, but that doesn't really have anything to do with football. And my son plays football all the time and he looks up to these guys. And I really wish that they would just, you know, kind of leave that out of the game. Well, we can't do that anymore. What do we do, though? What do we do? And, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm a, this, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no. This is just me. I'm, a, I'm about to step on the soapbox for a minute. <laughs> here's why I want our protest to matter. Right. And here's why I want us to talk a little more. And this is why, and I'm not mad at Cap anymore, but this is why I speak it up. Because what do we do in these situations? They write. They participate. We go, I ain't doing it no more. Right. We watching. just talk. We, we just have go that away. first line of action. Yeah. But we don't have anything. Uh, I think Santana Moss alluded to it. Yes. Now that we've seen how they have hijacked this opportunity, let's go and find another opportunity to do it right. And I think we said this on episode Speak one, more. two, three, yes. four. Speak like come more. out and say something. Don't That's just, why. I, yeah. Sorry. I actually think it. No, no. I mm-hmm. actually think it's good that now he's actually going to attend the next meeting. I think before he didn't attend the meeting because he claimed. Exactly. Or this was a story. Basically, I'm not sure how true it is. Uh-huh. But he sat down and did an interview. He said that he didn't think that his presence was going to be warranted. Regardless, yeah. I would have still show that of course however he's now going to attend the next meeting and this is something that should also be embedded in this story look no one wants to tie politics and sports together but this is what is it now is what ha- is. exactly so now we need to figure it out we do have a message to get clear across the entire world because we all don't see the same <clears throat> thing but it's here now we need to fix it bring it back because now it's it's, it's taking a mind of its own and it's going elsewhere you got to control the narrative Play again. Politics and power exist. You have to participate in it. And I say that to my people on all aspects. Again, man, you know, if, you know, when it comes to the, the the voting process, don't just take yourself out of the process. I'm out of the process, and don't be heard because they are going to do what they're going to do regardless. Right. You don't mean you're going to roll or you're going to get get rolled over. It doesn't mean getting with the program. It means controlling the program. It means controlling the narrative of the program. So again, there are players out there. Um, Malcolm Jenkins, Anquan Bolden, Michael Bennett, who are meeting with congressmen and senators and the NFL executives. They have a whole platform, one of them. And I saw Shannon Sharp try to poo-poo it. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big Shannon Sharp fan, but I just maybe I think you just didn't quite understand how the two correlate, how police brutality and how um, institutional, um, um, how um, 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 the, the, the prison pipeline pipeline go together right how black people get arrested and locked up and convicted at a higher rate than anyone because of because of how the police view so what are michael bennett and them going to the nfl there was a story that just came out where the nfl backed the bill that's going to try to stop um um mass incarceration that's all because of michael bennett yeah that's all because of michael bennett jake is it the same thing with trayvon all these people went down there are to dream defenders there are people that are organizations that are down there working to stop these to stop stuff we have to back them we can't just go i'm not going to participate because i'm angry that make that again it's not about watching a football game and i saw somebody real quick and then we, we can move on um chrisette michelle lost her record deal right 
she's saying she lost a record deal because people basically were mad at her because they boycotted her her career basically because she decided to perform for Trump, right? <laughs> this is ridiculous. It, 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 it might be true though. It might be true. It's the same thing with Mary Mary. It's probably true though. Like people literally said, I'm not rocking with, with Chrisette Michelle anymore because she supported Trump. I mean, but that goes back to your whole point. We ultimately hold the power. It's right. the money. That right. means you won't have, I'm not feeding your family. I'm not going to go out and buy, because people invest in you. I'm right. I have literally shut down my pocket. If the Redskins are poor, I'm not buying anything. Mm-hmm. If I come across an artist and you're a jerk, I'm not listening to your music. I mean, I operate like that as well. So I can kind of feel. I mean, I feel it too. Both sides. I feel it too. Well, I feel it too. What I'm saying is that do it do it strategically yes right like right now michael jenkins needs his platform right michael jenkins does not need to be shut down and quieted he actually needs us to be there more right and back him he up. needs us to be there yeah you always gonna put money in the pockets of the owners they're billionaires you're right. never gonna hurt them exactly you, know you don't know what they they're tied their t- to and what other products and placements that they have to have absolutely nothing yep. Yep. to do all these craft products that you're buying still you have your backs turned to the nfl who do you think that's tied to we have yeah. an owner in the league Bob Craft, come yeah. on! It's like it. Yeah. So that's not the, and I feel you on it. That's mm-hmm. not the direction we need. We need to bring this back, get mm-hmm. back to the table, and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Especially as fans, we also need to do it. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh let's uh move on because I'm tired of talking about this NFL shit, man. Let's get to something else, man. <laughs> So, yeah, keeping up with the theme of things and people we would love not to talk about. No doubt. Let's talk about your good old great uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. LeVar Uncle, Ball. uncle LeVar. <laughs> That's perfect. Uncle LeVar. He do act like somebody drunk yes. ass uncle oh shit talking. Oh, my gosh. Shit talking uncle with the barbecue ass. Uh, yeah, you know what? But I have to kind of, um, my anger about LeVar Ball this particular week comes from embarrassment as more than, than cause my damn wizards, man. And I, you know, I've been talking yeah, about this trash yeah, about the wizards. Let's talk about these wizards. Yeah. That's definitely talk about them because I've been like, man, I think the wizards can definitely be the number two team in the East. I definitely thought they were going to be better than Boston full, full with the full deck of cars. I thought they were going to be better than Boston. I mean, you know, it's, I, I, this is what I believed, right? LeVar Ball comes out and he said, Lonzo ain't going to lose two games in a row. John Wall better watch out. What did the Wizards do? Martian Gortat, who can go, by the way. Like, Martian Gortat can go. I, I'm, 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 <laughs> Give I, him I, his walking papers. I don't understand. Like, there's players out there that can really help you. I understand why you pa- don't package him a pick and something else and get get something for this guy. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sorry, Martian. I don't know if you listen to this podcast or whatever. You can type the tweet or whatever, and I'd love to have you on here because you confuse me. Not that you're bad. But anyway, I'm about to go on a whole rant. Anyway, <laughs> um, Gortek comes out and says, please, John Wall's going to torture Lonzo Ball all night, which gasses up the Lakers, which which gasses up the press. All of a sudden, this game turns into Lonzo Ball versus John Wall, which is not even earned yet. No. Not even and earned yet. that's the issue that I have. I mean, yeah. dude, you've played all of two and a half games. It ain't him, though. It's definitely not him, but guess yeah. what? This is the mouthpiece. And but I'm guess tired what, of hearing it. Guess what? What? The Wizards lost. <laughs> How did the Wizards lose? How? How did this happen? Because the rest of the team, because one, I think, first of all, I think Tracy Grady made a really good point. 
uh, the, they went out to L.A. They only get to go out to L.A. like twice a year. And I think they would party oh. in L.A., one. Oh. Two, the rest of the team was so gassed up because Lonzo Ball, I mean, LeVar Ball was talking all this shit. You know what I'm saying? And right. then, then John Walker, like, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to give him no mercy. And then they're gassed up. So when you had guys like Larry Nance Jr. and Russell and all these guys just dropping buckets. It wasn't Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball didn't really do six much. Points. Right. And really until the end. That yeah. was the key play. The two key plays he had. Yeah. So anyway. I mean, but honestly, who mm-hmm. wouldn't have thought that John Wall and the Wizards would pretty much beat LeVar Ball's, excuse me, Lonzo Ball's Lakers? Nobody, but here's the thing, though. When you gas people up, yep, like they yep. say, any given Sunday, especially in the NBA, your boys just lost to the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm not saying and that it's shit. Before that, the Magic, yeah, Magic job been rolling though. But I'm with you, Magic. The Magic been rolling. They beat somebody else good last night too. Like, yeah, Magic but who? Come on, the Cavs. You're gonna put most people with. Oh, with I don't you. have to watch that game. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm. I, yeah, that's what happens though. You get gassed up. A, a little team is going to come out there like, "Yo, we got the Wizards coming in town. We got the Golden State Warriors coming in town. We got the Cavs coming this town. We're the Brooklyn Nets. We're the we're the Orlando Magic. We're the whatever the Grizzlies. Well, the Grizzlies are pretty good. Oh, but no, you, my no, point. No, the Grizzlies is. Yeah, man, but you. I need them to take out the Warriors. No, the Grizzlies is nice, but yeah, but you, my point though. Like you're a smaller team that don't your Sacramento Kings. This is your little Super Bowl. This is your NBA Finals. This is your opportunity to get so, talked right. about. Mm-hmm. They go to play hard, so they played hard against. But that's how they lost that game. But I want to talk about go Unk, Unk out here and is talking. Is this at the end of the day? You've already heard that players are saying like, "Yo, dude, talk too much on his son's behalf." I'm I'm ready to. When I play against Young and I'm a dog, I'm out. It ain't, it's only happened <laughs> once so far, though. It's only happened once. That was game one against the Rockets. My man just basically sat in, Lonzo, um, in Lonzo's pocket like the whole game, shut him down. <laughs> Next game, my man came out, they had a triple-double, 29 points, but he was playing the Suns. The Suns are awful. Next game, I forget who they lost to, but it was like they, they, they fought hard and it was, a, it was a close game. And then they beat the Wizards, right? Is, at the end of the day, is Unk right? Is the is the trash talking that Unk is doing? Is it going to ultimately help Lonzo and help the team? Um, probably so. It's just going to be an agitation. It's going to be an agitation. It's going to be used as like a psych measure. It's no different from what Draymond does, what Dennis Rodman did. Just getting in the head of a player. Um, who's some other one? Stark, Gary Payton. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely clearly. It, well, basically, to answer your question, yes, mm-hmm. S- especially if it's backed up by winning. Now, mm-hmm. had the Lakers had lost, the, we would be having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, damn, if they're going to go ahead and beat teams and do exactly what he said they're going to do, you're just empowering him to keep up the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I guess the better question would be, do you think moving forward that other parents in the future would kind of take this route of, I don't think this is really exploiting his his child. I just think it's supporting in a completely different way. It's an See, un- unorthodox way. That's We're living in a social media era. To me, that means anything goes. I mean, we literally have a president, and I hate to keep bringing this up. We uh-huh. literally have a man in the seat of one of the highest positions in the country, mm-hmm. let alone the world, has no background. No background, but guess what? He's a troll. He trolled his way to this position. So who anybody doing this act? after him mm-hmm. and sees the success of it, why would you stop? That shouldn't be the, I feel you. I just don't think that should be the standard. And like, it shouldn't. And, and, you know, anyway, that shouldn't be the standard. But I, I, and I, and I, so yeah, more parents will do it to answer your question. I think another question would be, 
you know, is it exploiting or is it supporting? And the answer could lie in the middle. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm supporting my. I believe if I were in the NBA, it, it, you know, at 20 years old, 19 years old, my dad would be at every game, and he would be, he would talk a little shit. Serena, the, the Williams sisters' father did it. Right. Um, um, Tiger's dad did it. They talk shit. You don't even realize they did, right? Because right. it's not the same way as Lonzo. Lonzo's just taking it. I mean, Lavar, excuse me, is taking it to nine thousand. Where you know the Williams father and and Tiger Woods' father was like, if you ask him a question, like, yeah, my son going, yeah, my daughter's right. going to, yeah, my daughter's the best out here, blah blah blah, right? Happens. I remember watching a documentary about a guy who um, his dad trained him up to be a football player all his life. They used to call it called the dude the Android or some shit. One of the thirty for thirties. He ended up being a bust, but like his dad had like trained him up to be this guy. And his dad was like part of the package, mm-hmm. right? RG 3s dad, part oh, of the gosh. package, right? See, but that's the thing. What's the difference? Right. One talks all the time. The other one don't. Yeah, you know I think what I'm it's saying? More that it's just an annoyance, and then I guess the. First two or three people you mentioned, it's just in the area that we don't have social media. Is also, that influence? Also, true. But they were all in the media. But here's, here's what I'm saying. That's why it gets into the, is it exploiting mm-hmm. or is it supporting? You can argue mm-hmm. that RG3's dad, is annoying, as annoying as he was, apparently, to this coaching staff and this, that another, was just trying to support his right. son. Because he wasn't all in the press. He wasn't right. all. He was just saying, like, yo, my son, nah, man, I don't want you running the plays. I don't like this, this, that, and another. I'm going you know, to support you, even if I'm wrong. Right. The Williams father, they were like it, it, it was a I'm going to get them out there and I'm going to be ultra um, braggadocious about them because I support them. Lonzo, I'm sorry, LeVar Ball, you can argue, has profited off of his child. He has become a public figure because of his children. Right. Lon- Lonzo, I'm be mixing their names up all night. Lonzo doesn't talk. Lonzo has a demeanor of you can't even tell what he's thinking. He was right. talking well, about it. He definitely doesn't need to talk. He has a mouthpiece right. for him. But you so, make up a good point. It's mm-hmm. the profit piece too, because money mm-hmm. always changes things. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're just coming up and you're, you know, someone asks you a question about your famous <coughs> child or your right. talented child, and you just, you know, go ahead and give him the lay of the land. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But this guy, I think I just read an article that he has a new. 80,000 square feet house. They have a reality show. They have uh, shoes that some people Mm -hmm. are ordering and and not even actually receiving. It costs $500. I mean, yeah, it kind of gets a little bit different here. And my thing is, Mm -hmm. one, not only can we see the success of him, can we act, can we grow to love him without you impeding or at least me without you impeding on my judgment? Mm -hmm. Because I just don't like loud and rah, rah, rah. I'm very, mm-hmm. like, quiet and reserved. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with confidence. I have a problem with arrogance. And I just feel like, dude, it's already been established. You have, in your career, you scored an average of two points. Mm-hmm. Let this young man establish himself. Because now, will he forever be just LeVar Ball's dad? I mean, excuse mm-hmm. me, son? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All, all that is true. All those are great questions. None of these we're saying definitively, like, because I don't know him. And I think there are positives. We did a whole show on my other show about this. Like, there are whole positives to what he's doing. First off, he's a black father in the yeah. limelight, which is. Yes, he's okay. present. Okay. He's present. So let's clap for that. Yeah, that, yeah. And I mean, and what it, it, yes, he's present. He's, he's supportive. He's, you know, even if the stats say that there aren't as many absentee fathers as, as, as we think there are. Think about the black community. Sometimes we like to. Some of our negative state stats are exaggerated, and I'm not saying that to say there isn't a problem. I'm saying that to say that that's the problem, that sometimes we believe horrible things about ourselves because people have put a horrible narrative out there mm-hmm. about us on purpose, right? So, okay. Hashtag change the narrative. Hashtag Adam change it. the narrative, young. 
Okay, you got to put younger <laughs> there. Nah, but um, so you so you you have this dad who's out there who's a black man who's a strong black man who's telling the little white girl off. That's I think all that shit is dope, right? Mm-hmm. Like protect your sons. He loves his sons. I'm never going to deny that that man loves his sons and wants the best for his sons. There's that. But then there's the prophet piece. I think he loves being, the, the, you know. Of course I think he, he I think he would have loved to have been his son. Of course. Okay. Like a lot of dads, by the way. Yes. A lot, a of, lot people. of people. That's a human. Right. That's a natural human yep. Yep. feeling. Yep. Yep. We're not even faulting him for yep. that. Yep. Not faulting him. I'm not really faulting him for anything because in my standpoint as a Wizards fan, I can't talk no shit because he talked big about my team and my team came out and laid an egg. So, like. I really can't say shit. Like, John Wall did not play a great game. It wasn't best necessarily because of Alonzo, but I think it's because he was in his head. Right. And you know that's what, what I had brought up before. Mm-hmm. It's like, look how this is crazy. He's mm-hmm. not even on the court. Mm-hmm. He's not even playing. But he is using his a platform. His mm-hmm. son is his son might be quiet meek. He mm-hmm. might not want all the limelight. He's yeah. not going to generate that type of fear and that mm-hmm. motivation of the team to be like, oh, nah, now we got to go and we got to beat these guys because mm-hmm. the Wizards aren't a bad team. They're no, the number two, number team. three team yeah. in the entire East. Not yeah. just their little conference, yeah. but behind the ca- LeBron James and the Cavs. That's a big deal. Yeah. But, but this man is sitting in the bleachers yeah. causing problems. Yeah. Lonzo He's Ball. Dennis Rodman from the from the from the floor. Lonzo Ball is like his avatar. Yeah, like he's like he's it's like he's controlling his body. Like he he can't go out there and play, but his son go go out there and get it. And and again, his son isn't playing all that great. His son's playing well. I mean, it's only four games, and it's hard to say what his son is going to be. Or even his younger sons, like his younger son hasn't played a college game, and the other one's still in high school. So we don't know. But what he is is a, is. A marketing genius in the mm-hmm. same way that Trump is a marketing genius. It's and like the Kardashian clan. And it, exactly. Like there's 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 just I know how to get in your face. I know how to annoy you. I know how to remain in your eye line. I know how to remain in your keep my name in your mm-hmm. mouth. I know how to do it. And, and that's we're what, doing it right now. Yeah, we're Damn. doing it because he's part of the narrative. I mean he just is. And I mean it's it's one of the things like we brought up Trump several times on the sports show today. I mean, you gotta I love uh yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, you throw your shots. How many times? You throw your shots. Look, Barack Obama was probably the, one of the most pre, the most popular presidents in recent history. I would argue that Barack Obama was the most popular president since John Kennedy. Some Republicans would tell you Reagan, but I think Obama was probably the most popular yeah, yeah. president of the, probably the 20th century, besides Roosevelt and Kennedy. How many times did we, if we were doing a sports show two years from now, two years ago, would we be bringing up? Would we would we be bringing up Obama every other sentence? I would love to. But well, we wouldn't. Right. Only on a sports tip anyway. But that's more mm-hmm. so because he kept himself out. Of, well, that's I, you know point. what? Because he actually did his damn job. Because he didn't. Because he <laughs> wasn't. Hit, hit, again, because one guy is a marketing genius and the other guy was a great order, a great leader, and a great politician. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Lonzo Ball is, I mean, LeVar Ball is not necessarily great at anything. His shoes suck. His sons aren't that dope. It's not like he got little LeBron, right? What it is is that he knows how to hype things up. Right. So, no, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball did not win that game against the Wizards. No. It was the other role players that we don't even – I can't even think of their names. I can't even think of these dudes' names. Yeah, because what was the other guy with the curly top? Uh, I don't know why you know I want to call him Crenshaw. What dude hit a game-winning shot? 
One dude was the guy that actually won yeah, the game. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The guy that uh, make, missed the layup and then sipped it back in. Yeah. That's the one I'm talking think about. Of, Don't think, even know his name. That's what I said. Think about how we said it. The guy that won the game. <laughs> yeah, for the, you yeah. over there by the basket with the <laughs> other guys the over guy, there by the basket. That dude, that one dude who we don't know his name. He's the one. They won the game. That guy had like 27 points. Lonzo Ball had six but, points and 10 points. Hold more. on. But I will this. say he was very smart with his LeBron-esque like play because what he did and he did it back to back he drew all of the attention to himself by going straight to the basket so he was able to kick the ball out and he did I mean, it twice this is what we're doing danny we're we're <laughs> i mean we're i taking, know i'm straddling the no thing. yeah we're taking basic basketball stuff and hyping it well, at one point in the game he made a, a, a um a hell mary pass and they said oh my god what a great it was a good pass, but he threw the pass, but the dude had to jump up and, like, take the ball out of the guy's hands. Like, he threw it in the traffic's good. It's a, it's a bold decision, but nothing he's doing is, is like, groundbreaking. It's something that we've never but seen we're, but before. But we're, we're thinking of it that way because when you have someone that talks so much shit on your behalf and he's marketing for you. Right. If someone was marketing this show and just like, yo, man, you got to listen to OPA, man. That shit is the craziest shit you ever had. It wouldn't matter what we did. Once the moment we said anything remotely crazy, it would prove their point. That's, right. how, that's how it works. You're buying into the potential. Yeah, we, like you said, the guy only played, he's played about 2.2 minutes of, mm-hmm. that's his NBA career. Is, mm-hmm. is that short? And he was cool in college. He wasn't the greatest college player I'd seen. There was about three, four dudes better than him in college. And, and so anyway. But you know what? Working. I appreciate him seeing something in his son. Of course. Seeing something in his kids and saying, I'm going to I'm going to go the extra mile. Not to say that other parents don't go the extra mile, but I'm going to go this route. If I have to be up here looking crazy, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and do it. He's definitely benefiting from himself as well. He's basically just using this formula that people have done before. I find the Kardashian family from the mom to the damn dog to whomever mm-hmm. to be very annoying. It's mm-hmm. a brand. I, if they sold, excuse me, urine, people would probably buy it. It's I'm the sure. same thing Diddy is doing. So sure I can't do really, <laughs> I don't really fault him for that. To me, like I said, I think it's just a personal thing. Say urine again. Urine. Oh, you try to say it right there. They sell urine. <laughs> I don't care if they sell urine. They going to sell saying, it though. I'm just saying. I mean, Kudos to him for being a very supportive parent um, and basically just using what is available to him. I might not like it, but I mean, hey. Yearn. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I can't they sell yearn. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> All right, it's time for my favorite segment in the entire world. Danny, it's time for the WTF. Let's go. We have three lucky candidates. You this. forgot. Yeah. Oh, sorry, y'all. Drum roll. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Up first, Bobby Portis. May not know him. However, he's the Chicago Bulls power forward. Mm-hmm. He was just suspended for punching his teammate. I'm not even going to butcher this guy's name. <laughs> he punched a teammate in the face. He's been suspended for eight days. I did a little digging on this story. Yeah. I kind of feel him. Now, I wouldn't have done this. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. But there's like this long history of them going back and forth. And he kind of lost his job. And then this new guy comes in, kind of takes the job and right. kind of showboating, don't even show up for practice. And I guess he just got pissed. Hey, man, he got to knock his bad out every now and then, man. I ain't mad at it. Um, Second up, and this uh-huh. is just ridiculous to me. This is why I will never go. Excuse me. I love Philly. I have family in Philly. But I will never go to a Philadelphia Eagles game for as long as I live. We got to start going up there, man. They come down here. Look, after I read you this, yeah. I don't think you're going to think the same. Uh-huh. I actually saw this video. So yeah. I think it was during halftime around a bar. There's two guys mm-hmm. uh, squaring up, going around in a circle or yeah. whatever. It's a big crowd around. Yeah. Redskin fan. It was funny. Drops. It's all right. It's all right. Go, go, drops go. The, 
the um Eagles fan. What's crazy about this video, and I encourage everybody to go and watch it. Please it just looks it. so odd. It's this <laughs> white guy up against this black guy. I know this mm-hmm. doesn't have to do anything with, but it's just the context. Mm-hmm. The Eagles fan is clearly like maybe a whole foot, maybe six to eight inches taller than this mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. The guy that knocks him out, the Redskin fan, mm-hmm. doesn't even look like this is even possible. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the caption like, yeah, maybe they got this caption wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One blow. Hell to the Redskins. Listen, One blow. The that was the only of, win we got. Damn, for real. <laughs> That's the funniest part about that video is that the Eagle fan had on the Eagle jersey and the Redskins fan Actually had on, had on the Redskins jersey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, what am I watching? In case you couldn't tell who was rooting for who. Exactly. But, again, I encourage everybody to go follow. I think I saw it on Ball Alert. I'm sure it's definitely around. Hell to the Redskins. Last and finally not least, and this goes into our punching theme. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we got the whole theme going. Joel Berry the yeah. second is a UNC key player. Not mm-hmm. sure what position he plays, but mm-hmm. evidently he broke his right hand while punching a wall after losing to a to a teammate or, or some friends in NBA 2K. Yeah, that's the best. Mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you. <laughs> yeah, the season has started. Yeah, and I also said that he was a key player. So regardless of what position he plays, they need the Negro on the basketball court. Oh uh, yeah. And by the way, listen, I don't play video games like that. I was never that guy. I used to, I, I attempted to be a Madden dude for a while. I attempted Ooh, I to be used that to guy. I love Madden. I was, I got smashed in Madden one time by a friend of mine. It was heartbreaking. Like he, he scored like 70 points to me. I couldn't understand how this happened. And I said, I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy losing and, and at video games and people getting so intense. I don't get it. I like to go out and play, but, but shout out to the people that do play, right? Yes. But what I would encourage you to say, to do is, you know, here's the thing. Somewhere along the line, Mr. Barry, yes. there's going to be a video game with you in it. There's going to be NCAA. I don't even know if they still make NCAA 2K and all that, but one day you'll be in a video game, and then someone will be playing as you. And I want to know if you want to encourage that player that's going to be playing as you to get so upset that they crack their hand that they can't play in a basketball <laughs> game so they can go on and be in a goddamn video game like you would have been. You see the and cycle think, there? And I think we're going to end it right and there. And I think we should end it there. <laughs> Yeah, that was another episode of Opinionated as Fuck. Good one. Great one. Yeah, man. Um, we've been on a little bit of a roll here, man. I got to say, we, 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 we're we doing pretty well, Danny. Yeah, we got, like we said, five-star ratings. We five encourage star. you. All, we are up on iTunes now. We're still available on SoundCloud, right? Yes, we're still available on SoundCloud. So please do this. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. Then listen. Mm-hmm. Then leave a rating. Mm-hmm. And then go tell all your family and friends. I think I was out last night. I think I probably talk to at least 10 people just oh, listen yeah. listen and give me feedback because if you ask people to give you feedback then yeah. you're kind of giving them homework mm. so don't just tell your friends hey just check this cool mm. uh podcast out no tell them to let you know what they think mm-hmm. then test them and for all you dc media and celebrity folks don't be mad at me i got a blue check by my name for a reason i'm going to be tweeting you guys and i'm going to be bothering you guys to listen to the show because i think the show is dope and to the people that do listen to the show by the way and the people that's been supporting us and the people that write us and tell us and give us encouraging words and all that again we really appreciate you all thank you so much for supporting us man y'all like family to us we want to know what you guys think about some of these subjects that we're talking about so you can go ahead and tweet us instagram us facebook us whatever what is it danny Facebook is opinionated AF. Yep. Twitter and Instagram opinion. Uh-huh. And spell that right because I I have a hard time too. It's O P I N then I O N. Yeah. Underscore yeah. AF. Yeah. Thank you. Follow us individually at MSR Adam. MSR underscore Adam, excuse me, and Pretty Little Danny. Yep, yep. All right, we up out of here.